You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Batman the Movie. 1966. The dynamic duo faces four supervillains who plan to hold the world for ransom with the help of a secret invention that instantly dehydrates people. All right, we're going to jump straight into our spoiler-free section of this review. Um, this is definitely a family-friendly movie, oh, guys. Yes. Um, off the back of a show intended for children, mm-hmm. they created a movie in the summer. Following it pretty much is that what pretty it? much. Uh, my understanding is the I, they were originally going to do this movie first, but something fell out of a time slot, so they ended up doing the first season of the Batman sixty six show, and then the movie came after. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I think it's a fun movie. It's definitely kid friendly. It's definitely something that kids would enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know as much now. I mean, kids might find it entertaining to an extent. Uh, but it is definitely marketed for well, a younger audience. Yeah, it's very, da- this, this very is, dated. Because the, the way the show and, of course, the movie was set up, it mm-hmm. was meant to t- take the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of this era's Batman comic books right. mm-hmm. and present it straight so the comedy comes from them saying these ridiculous things and no one cracking a smile exactly. about how ridiculous mm-hmm. what they're saying is. Absolutely. Um, this is the original Batman movie and uh, based on the... Well, I guess, okay, there were the serials, but as far yeah. as real cinema films, yeah. uh, this is a this is the first with the Adam West Batman, um, I guess the only he gets. Um, yeah, well, if you don't count the two animated ones that came right, out right, right. within the last five years. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is, this is his only live action film, um, though he had three seasons? Uh, yes, three seasons. Three seasons of the show. Um, as far as pre-spoiler-filled stuff goes. Uh, you get a return of several characters from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, all the acting is... all the Most of your actors are still the same as they have always been at this point. Yeah, the only one that's different is uh, Lee Merriweather playing Catwoman. Correct. Mm-hmm. She's the second Catwoman. She mm-hmm. is the second Catwoman. Um, but yeah, so everyone's... Every, almost everyone's the same. Again, Catwoman being the exception. So we get Merriweather in her only appearance as Catwoman, mm-hmm. uh, as the second Catwoman, essentially. But she doesn't appear in the show. Just she in the was movie. <laughs> Julie Newmar for the first two seasons, and then randomly Eartha Kitt in the third season. Yes, yeah. Eartha Kitt, who's fantastic yes. as well. Um, they're all good. I don't think there's they're a bad Catwoman in the feet. bunch. Um Okay, um, it's not really a bad Catwoman until you get to uh, well, Ali Berry. That's I'm not in, Catwoman. I'm in this show, and that that's yeah. also not a DC film, really. So, not really. so therefore, that's a whole other species. It's not canon, <laughs> in no <laughs> yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, okay, so what else do we need to say before we jump into the spoiler filled section on this? I can't think of anything. Watch it. I laughed my ever living buttocks off yeah. <laughs> watching this movie. It's very much a cult classic. Yes. Uh, it is It is something you should watch if you like Batman, because you need to know where it comes from. Yes. And so much... If, if, you, can't under, if you can't live with Batman and it's goofiest, you don't deserve to have it at its ser- most serious. Yeah. Yeah. This is the counter to the Christian Bale Batman, who is way too serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the, the fun, good, goody-goody version of Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, before but, the 80s turned everything dark. Yeah, before it got dark. This is, this is Batman. This is what saved Batman from disappearing in... The 60s, okay? Mm-hmm. Would have been gone by the 80s if, if it were not for this show. Exactly. So, Agreed. You need to watch it just for that. 
Um, okay, so with that, I think we should jump into our spoiler-filled section. If you haven't watched this movie, it's only been out forever, uh, but I still recommend pausing it, go watch it, so you can, you know, not be spoiled. Yeah. And uh, if you enjoy spoilers anyway, go ahead and listen anyway. And uh, here we go. This is the spoiler-filled section. Holy uh, spoilers, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of the penguin, who I love in this movie, um, I love that he he's... Uh, uh, Mickey from uh, Rocky series, yes. Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Uh, yep. I remember. <laughs> I remember when I was. Uh, uh, I remember when I was a kid. I never noticed, and then when I became an adult, uh-huh. I was watching it for the first time. I'd probably been, I don't know, fifteen, twenty years mm-hmm. when I since I had seen the movie. And I turned down. I'm like, is that? Ah, oh, that's Mickey, and I was so excited. But it it, it, it works fantastic. Um, I think he does a great job mm-hmm. as the penguin Agreed. for what they're doing. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think everybody does a good job in this film. I think I love uh, Cesar Romero as the mm-hmm. Joker, even if he's got a painted over mustache. <laughs> I, don't uh, know. I think it fits the Joker persona to have the mustache painted over. I think it's fine. Yeah, even though the whole reason he wouldn't, he, they asked, they wanted him to shave the mustache, and he wouldn't because he that was his signature look as a Latin actor for sure. Yeah. Um, we get the return of Adam West and Burt Ward from the TV yes. show, mm-hmm. uh, who do a great job as the dynamic duo. The campy duo. Um, Cape Crusaders. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, we get Lee Merriweather in her mm-hmm. first appearance as Catwoman and only appearance as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does a great job. She's a good fill-in. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know why they switched to her for the I movie? I think they could not. Uh, there was a, a scheduling. scheduling issue, and that's why okay. they couldn't use... Yeah. Um, I kind of, I kind of almost wish they had not revealed her as Catwoman early, especially since not everybody knows. But I guess they wanted it to be something you would know as the audience. I was going to say it'd right. be kind of cool to just the, bring in her as Kitna. The, the storytelling Kitka. here is very much in line with how the comics would have done it, and they would have revealed that this yeah. early. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those films that is all camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it it which. Straight in line with the TV show. Mm-hmm. You left out the best performance in the entire movie, and that was Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Oh yes, <laughs> I love, I love the Riddler, and yes. I enjoy this this. And I the only reason I didn't mention him because he's the one I don't know his name right off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, I haven't written down though. I just had, right. had, didn't yeah, look at it. Also, with uh, like the Batman, we kind of grew up with. You know, Batman '89 with uh, mm-hmm. Chris. I want to say Christian, not Christian Bell, but Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. Thank you. And uh, the Batman the animated series be like his portrayal as a Riddler is what inspired yes this uh, the animated series Riddler mm-hmm. to an extent I would say they're very different but yes you do get the um, narcissistic yeah. uh, very much the character yeah. he's a narcissist to the point that he's willing to throw out riddles and everyone around him is like stop telling Batman things exactly <laughs> I can't help it we could get away with this but you're such a Narcissist. You, you, you had you had to fire off a missile that happens to shoot the bat copter down. Yeah, and you still gave them the answers to where we're what we're doing. Yep, yep. Because he's 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 has a compulsion. Yeah, to mm-hmm. to give information away. Um, but yeah, he's a, he also role. does a great job in this. Oh yes, he's very crazy. And this was the first time we got something besides the uh, tights for his character because yeah. he. W- Frank Gorshin was already tired of wearing the tights from the show. So he said, sure. can we just have something else, like maybe a suit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which leads to the evolution of the character in the show, in, in future shows, because yeah, we see right. a lot more suits for the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was styled, uh, styling, 
stylized dress wear. Yes. Uh, we get things like the bowler hat later, which mm-hmm. is iconic, which mm-hmm. I wish they had back then on the show, but yeah. it, either way. Um, and and the other thing, one thing the show actually does for the canon is it actually brought Alfred back because yeah. he had left the show by this point, and that's when uh, Aunt... What is her name? Um, they never Aunt, say it in this Aunt movie. Harriet. Aunt Harriet. Harriet. That's when they brought Aunt Harriet in as... Um, Dick Grayson's aunt, right? Because they were afraid three guys in a bill in a in, in a hold up in a manner would have uh, different connotations. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, they every, they hated. They wanted to use Alfred in the show, so they brought him back in the comics, so it would make sense. Yeah, uh, Alfred is such a classic character. Yeah, uh, and he's very well portrayed uh, mm-hmm. in in the series by um, Alan Napier. Um, and every time I think Napier, though, I go to the 89 Batman and yeah. I think of Jack Napier. Napier. Yeah, the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. Uh, but I don't know if that was at all considered because I don't think Jack Napier was his name in the movies. I don't know if it was just kind of a, you know. I don't know. I don't know if it was kind of a throwback to the, the guy who played uh, uh, Alfred or whatnot. I have no idea. That's probably not at all connected, but that's constantly what I think of when I see the name. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of this movie? I always am going to default to some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I know, right? Uh, that, <laughs> that entire <laughs> sequence. And I just love how every time he he gets close, you see the nuns, lady, <laughs> baby in a carriage, and then the band. Yes. Right. And then he has to turn the other direction, and then, oh, can't throw it on the ducks. Up, <laughs> oh, people in a rowboat. Up, oh, yeah. Oh, no, ah, that's all yeah. it is. Yeah, I, I, I do enjoy that, that scene. That is such a fun scene, and... It's just great, and the fact that he says some days you just can't, can't get rid of a bomb, bomb. and yeah. I think is 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 way more poking fun at it mm-hmm. and true. Oh, yes, um, you know it. <laughs> it's a perfect scene for that. I mean, yeah. there's there's uh, nothing embodies that Batman I think more than mm-hmm. oh look I have to dispose of a bomb. Oh look I care too much about society, even the villains. I can't throw yes. this bomb into the villains' yeah. place because I might kill them. You know. Yeah. You know, can't I can't kill the drunks in the bar because they're they're human too. Yep. Yeah, I, I I love that. Um, very much not the Batman that most of us know. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the the big things about this. Again, I think we talked about this when we were watching how the Batmobile is registered. Yeah. in 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 this universe of Batman, Batman that is, happens in an episode. He's a, a, he gets he gets a ticket for uh, not having his. <laughs> Car properly registered. Right, we're talking about uh, he he works with the police. He's he's the the he's best deputized. citizen. They're fully they're full deputies of the law. They are policemen themselves, technically. Right, you know these are goody goody citizens. They are not yeah. vigilantes. Right, as opposed to you know like Every the regular Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah, usually Batman is not going to register his Batmobile. First off, they're going to go Batman. You're not a person. Yeah, <laughs> we can't register. Who, who Batman. are you under that cow? Yeah, we need we need your driver's license and uh, some insurance. He has a driver's license. It, with the mask. Oh, on. that's right. That's right. <laughs> because they're campy. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I love it. Uh, we were we were discussing whether or not the uh, uh, Gotham City PD or whatever covers the cost of his docking fees, or if, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or if he's just like, I've got it, guys. Yes. I can afford it. I'm rich. Yeah, I, I have a rich benefactor. Yes. That's it. <laughs> I, have, I have an account with the Wayne Foundation. Yeah, they helped me out. <laughs> yeah, been helping me out for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could tell some stories. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne is a personal friend of mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love when um, Alfred dons a mask. Yes. <laughs> to, drive, to, to drive. Uh, and then has the glasses on Robin, over the mask. <laughs> right. To drive Bert. 
Oh, uh, sorry, Robin around in the uh, yeah. in the Batmobile. <laughs> it's just so silly, but fantastic. Yes. Well, and later on when they're breaking into the world, the United World Building. Yeah. Yeah. All four villains have masks on, and for whatever reason, Penguin's also got the monocle well, on over the mask. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was like, why does Joker have a mask over his face? Everyone knows who the Joker is. There's no getting around that. Right. Um, yeah, no. I, Riddler, I can understand. Catwoman, I can understand. Sure. Penguin operated in the open in the show that he yeah. is the Penguin, and, and he, he actually ran for mayor once. <laughs> as the Penguin. Batman ran against him. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um... What don't you like about this? Anybody have anything they don't like about this film? Oh. That is the longest silence we've ever had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, there is a part of me that wishes... That it's, there is a campy show. Sure. Yeah. But there are some things that, from a filmmaking point of view, are not part of the campiness that I wish they would affect, such as the fact that every time you can see them... You, you, they're out on the ocean and they're doing something out on the ocean. You can tell they're in a tank because of the painted backdrop mm -hmm. of yeah. the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not an intended part of the campiness. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish yeah. they would have found a different way to handle that where it looked better. Of course, that's just a quirk of the filmmaking of this era and let's face it it's not like they could have filmed out on the ocean that's with the actors a, at this time they wouldn't be willing to risk that for sure exactly um, yeah true and cost yeah and, and cost, the cost yeah. insurance would have been through the roof that's yeah. very true um i i don't know of anything i don't like about this film um i do i love okay i'm, I'm gonna say i love the walking up the side of the buildings yes, yes that was kind of funny always funny to me mm -hmm. um i find that amusing um, I don't know that there's a downside to it. I just every time I see it, I go. The only downside I can think of is in the show they would routinely have cameos. Yeah, yeah. From the people and here the cam the person who steps out. I don't even know who he's supposed to be. Mm. If he's supposed to be anybody other than drunk in the bar, mm. it would have been fun if they'd have just thrown in a weird cameo. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, in that role. Yeah. I don't know that there's a lot bad with this. I mean, as far as things go, it is exactly what you expect at this point. Yeah. It is an old show mm -hmm. that is a movie that is campy and silly. And they, they there's no problem is they play so well into the, the whole thing. They're, yeah. they're leaning Agreed. into the fact that this is not good. I, I mean, it's like they knew it was going to be dated at some point. Yeah. yeah. But they, it was probably, it was dated when they made it. Probably That's true. Thing, it's, it's always trying to look like that comic book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think they just leaned in so heavy mm -hmm. that it's hard to find a negative about that. Uh, you could say that some of the jokes fall flat, maybe if, if they're not your cup of tea, but it's corny and campy. Mm -hmm. So it's, there's not so many that go, that are that are so embracing of campy jokes that they go well that wasn't very good you know it's okay well that was not supposed to be great probably um, the biggest thing I guess for me is just an argument against the show is how Robin guesses these obscure silly yeah. things that yes. make absolutely yes. no sense like a, a ballpoint banana uh, this, yeah. this is the same like, thing what? where he just randomly taps on a bunch of keys He's, on a keyboard yeah yeah dum, 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 nothing dum, dum, physically happens all we hear is a ding he goes oh yeah there's no buoys in that location right right I mean it's kind of that same deal it's yeah. like they, it's Pure like they camp. know for this to work they need a display right. screen which hasn't been invented yet exactly yeah. <laughs> but at the same time this is also the first time I think 
think we get that trope where they have to enhance the photograph to see the little bitty thing in yeah. the middle of the, th- of yeah. the thing. And everyone still does that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I mean, I don't think it's anything that the, I don't think they do anything wrong with it. No. I think it's supposed to be silly yeah. that Robin guesses these things. Like, what was it? A sparrow with a sparrow machine gun? with a machine gun. gun. What's, uh, what's, uh, what sits in a tree and is very dangerous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and weighs uh, so many ounces. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ounces, but yeah, it's obviously a sparrow with a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things you're not going to come up with. Yeah. yeah. Like, usually in Batman, you're like, okay, I can get this riddle. Right. And these you can't. No. Which I think they're doing so the Just kids so don't act. So it seems like something. He's such a great detective. Yeah. And Robin is such a great guesser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't well, know. Batman's always trying to teach Robin to be more like him. So he has to be able to make those same jumps in logic Batman obviously made. He knows yeah. the answers. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. What's got yellow skin and writes a ballpoint banana? Yeah, yeah, that one blew my mind a yeah, little I was bit. Like, huh? that, was, that was <laughs> that's a jump at least of logic. Rushing pe- uh, what kind of people are always in a hurry are Russians? Make see, sense. I thought the yeah. joke was like I thought the riddle was about a like a banana uh, Russian like a drink maybe like a banana Russian beverage. That's <laughs> that's where I thought they were going. It's like Except that's not that what was, that doesn't fit the well a ballpoint. But show. yeah, I know it doesn't. Ballpoint banana, strangely enough. Does yeah. Well, no. I mean, after that, between the two, yeah. the Russians mm-hmm. and the banana. Yeah. I was like, okay, so a drink. I can. I can see a Slip drink on a banana peel and break their neck. Yeah. That's not what's going to happen. But not it. Yeah. A threat on Miss Kitka's life. That's it for sure. Um, Which is Catwoman. Well, we are kind of missing one very valuable thing that's always being memed and satirized beyond belief. The shark repellent <laughs> bat spray. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we'd get there. Yeah. Uh, I think here's the thing. They ha- everything in the sh- show and in the movie is bat something. You oh, yeah, absolutely. The bat computer, the bat mobile, the bat yeah. copter, the bat water drinking dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> and everything being labeled. The reason this one, I think, stands out above all these others is because of how ridiculously specific it is. <laughs> yes. Shark repellent bat spray. Well, yes. remember, remember, Batman is prepared for everything. I'm yeah. aware of this. And he as even we has see, shark, he even has well repellent and manta ray. Yeah, you manta know, ray repellent. Several, several. Boy, there's, a, there's a connection to Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say um, there are a couple in this film, but anyway. So I, I figured, you know, the the biggest part of that scene that bugs me, and it's because it's for kids and it's silly, mm-hmm. is the fact that a shark bites into him and holds on for that long. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and he hits it and, it, and never breaks the skin. Apparently, right. Right. No, not at all. The, well, those are those are probably um, they have. He probably wears shark mail under his uh, probably probably, probably pants. under his tights. That's probably it's, true. It's, it's not really uh, uh, spandex. It's some super polymer. Well, that you know, is, shark mail exists. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not cheap. Uh, trust yeah, me, Batman, I've Bruce, priced Batman's it enough times. Uh, and Batman's rich. And back then, it was probably only you know fifty bucks for a pair of pants. Oh, probably um, a pair of shark pants. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was also the scene where uh, they're on the uh, the buoy, yeah, where it'd be like the the shark sacrificially jumps the, in front the of them. Porpoises. the porpoises. This is this is what porpoises sacrifice themselves to save Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm convinced Aquaman sent them. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's, that's the only, only explanation. It's his cameo, which we don't, he doesn't get credit for. Yeah, he sends in the the porpoises. Yeah, just like in Man of Steel. <laughs> they uh, they serve their porpoise in the show. <laughs> Good night. Hey, hey, if we can't make puns in this movie, where uh, can yeah, we? Yes, where can we? Um, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> Holy play on words, Batman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, the story of this is pretty simple. They're going to dehydrate the world. What are they called? The, the Security Council. The Security Council for the such and such world group, whatever it's yeah. called. The United World Organization. That's there it. We go. United World Organization. Essentially like a UN situation. Yes. Essentially, but it, you have to say United World so that the villains can be the United Underworld. That's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, so they're going to dehydrate them all with this fancy thing made by a guy who owns a distillery, mm-hmm. um, who's apparently an idiot, too, at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And so they, they end up dehydrating them, and and then we get to the end of this film, which, I mean, oh, I, we're just going to skip over. Yeah, they, they save the day, whatever, but they get the people, but the, the guy who invents them this, uh, what's his name? Commod- uh, Commodore Schmidlack. Commodore Schmidlack is... Uh, Ringing for it, his tea. He knocks over the vials and then sneezes and it. spreads them all everywhere. <laughs> so we've got dust from all nine of the uh, the 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 the, the represent represents, which proves that all we are is dust in, in the, the wind. wind. Yes, there you go. See, embrace it. It's better. Exactly. exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, they take. So then Batman has to sort the Batman and Robin have to sort the human dust pixie yes. dust <laughs> and uh and and separate it all and get it back to the fun part of this whole thing yeah. is at the end when he gets them all back together and adds water besides the fact i still i still think they, they return it on too slow and they and their <laughs> yes. faces say that <laughs> and, it's and, taking too and, long and keep in mind those vials and the stands have to be somewhere yeah. after they reappear yeah true <laughs> well, you know, I might, don't want to know where they, they might just shatter, up. like into a that billion. would hurt like heck. Oh yeah, but at yeah, the same true. time they're all still wanting to yell at each other. They don't notice. That's true. That's the joke. Who knows? And Who minus knows? they're all speaking in the wrong language. That's the fun part. <laughs> yeah. So, so they they get reassembled the properly, and they're speaking the wrong <laughs> yes. languages at each other. And Batman's like, well, looks like time for us to make a hasty retreat out the door. This might be the greatest thing that ever happened. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Pat on my back. Bye, guys. We're out the window. Uh, (laughs) Still my favorite joke, and it's got the longest setup, and you don't even think about it, is the fact that every time Commodore Schmidlap wants his tea, he rings that bell. Mm -hmm. You hear it at the beginning when Joker then goes and talks to him. Right. You hear it right when they're in the middle of... Uh, Kitka mm-hmm. and uh, tricking Bruce Wayne into, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get information out of him, and just when it goes back and Bruce Wayne gets an idea, you hear the little, the jingle. Mm-hmm. Goes, I got it. <laughs> it's like that is the stupidest joke, and yet it's hilarious. <laughs> Works fine. Yes, it took them forever to lead up to it. <laughs> I want that sound effect for my notifications on my phone. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you might like this movie a little too much. A little bit. I do like this movie. It, it is, is a very one, good movie. This is movie. one I've been watching since I was a kid. It's so. a classic. We yeah. saw it as kids. We didn't watch it a lot as kids, but we rented it once, um, yeah. I think. I remember. And, and then, was so confused about this I thing. Think we, re- I, we re-recorded it off of the Family Channel back mm. in the day. So a part of me still thinks still thinks um, there's parts missing because the commercials aren't there that I watched over <laughs> and over and over again. Yeah, I get and that. And then there's scenes that they cut out of the TV version. So I get that there are movies that I remember the trailers as mm-hmm. part of the film the most experienced. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, I wish I knew that because some of them were like Pizza Hut commercials. Oh yeah, or just yeah. random movies that I never saw any trace of ever again, and I don't yeah. really know what it was about. Uh, I remember there was on one of these there was a. Uh, it was a commercial for an upcoming episode of The Adventures of Zorro. <laughs> and it's where, it's where the guy drinks some water and goes blind. And Zorro is trying to say, no, don't drink the water. It's tainted. It's like, <laughs> I saw this maybe 30 years ago. Yeah. Why do I still remember this? 
I totally get it. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to say about this film? Um, uh, yeah, we, we we didn't go over the uh, the Kitka uh, Bruce no. Wayne. The love, the, scene, the, the, the love relationship, yes, the, the relationship. Where Bruce Wayne gets tricked into falling in love with Catwoman. Yes, yeah. again. Yeah, again. <laughs> so the uh, the dynamic. Actually, with, I'm wondering if this is the first time that actually happened, where we see the whole relationship with Catwoman. Yeah, where it yeah. starts to bud. I mean, it could happen in the comics before this, I guess, but I don't know. I mean. I feel like there's always been kind of this like oh it will the only real female at, uh, vil- villain. super villain at the time yeah. uh, you know I think that was always kind of destined I mean especially now when we're talking about they're married uh, in comic books I did so, not know that oh yeah they're married in comic books I thought they weren't married they got married in comics oh yeah that's where they did get married big special recently yeah. I don't I, yeah, I haven't be- read it since but I know they are yeah they're probably already divorced <laughs> who knows could be I don't know that could have changed already um, but. This is probably, if not, because I don't know, I don't remember, know if in the show they touch on it before this, really, any sort of romantic interest. But this is where the romantic interest for Catwoman begins. From the moment they mention Catwoman, Batman is like, has a completely different. Yeah, he acts smitten. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. So Smitten by the kitten. Yes. So. Ow. Mm-hmm. Even and then then there's the whole Kitka relationship where yeah. he, he he develops crush for her. Mm-hmm. They're practically going to do everything they can get away with that night, and then he's mm-hmm. bagged by the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the relationship with Catwoman, and I think I think it starts here I, again. I don't know if there's a there may be a, a thing in the comic somewhere uh, reference to it, but I know they definitely slow played it over eighty yeah. years or whatever. Yeah. Um, to get to it so um but in this show we do i don't know i wonder if it was started because it was meriwether it could be it was technically a different catwoman right so they may have played off of that so maybe they thought well this is a different character let's play this up a bit yeah maybe it lead the romantic interest or maybe it was because maybe adam west was infatuated with meriwether maybe there was like a i wonder if there was something like that he's like in a lot of cases they needed an excuse to kidnap bruce wayne for about half the movie well sure i'm sure that's part of it but i meant like again right away when they mentioned catwoman he's like whoa i'm infatuated so that means the character is supposed to already be digging on catwoman Mm -hmm. especially when you consider that when they're showing the four super criminals Mm -hmm. The guys are all photographed in Miss Kitka's apartment. Yeah, but Catwoman is in the is about five steps away from revealing that Bruce Wayne is Batman. <laughs> yep. If she just bumped the Shakespeare statue, it's obviously just to her left. Yeah, I. <laughs> I wonder if that's supposed to be a hint. I don't think it's supposed to be, and I think it's because they were using the production photos, and she was the last person cast because right they thought they were going to get uh, Julie Newmar at the, in the beginning. Probably true. Um. Yeah, I think I love the way <laughs> we get the the Robin trying to be respectful is the mm. whole oh, yeah. reason he gets truly kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. it's like I, I can't watch this. This would be inappropriate it's for me decent. to watch this. They're about to have you know. Well, it goes relations. against all of his upbringing up to this point. It's like oh, and Batman's having nicey nice time with the ladies with the ladies. Turn the TV off. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sure Robin has experienced this in regular day life. Exactly. It's like yeah. oh. Bruce Wayne is a billionaire playboy. He is a billionaire playboy. So I'm sure he's he's went, Welp, they're kissing. I'm, I'm I better go, go to my room. Ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go Time talk. to go practice my dance lessons. Let me go talk to Alfred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty interesting. Um <laughs> the whole uh, and again, it's just the silly zaniness of this mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. The whole 
capturing Bruce Wayne, who's Batman, which has been done yes. several times. I don't know oh, if it yeah. had been done in the comics before this, but I, I would guess it has. Um, kidnapping him and then him having to figure out how to get away without yeah. revealing he's Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually not fighting at full strength like he would as Batman yeah, yeah. to not reveal to the villains that there's more to Bruce Wayne than meets the eye. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we do get to see him do quite a bit of fighting yeah, anyway, yeah. either way, um, which, you know, sometimes they go with the complete opposite route as in Bruce Wayne is not able to handle himself. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite like Superman. He could just be a decently trained martial artist and it wouldn't be a big, obvious marker. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think um, I think they do a, a decent job of kind of playing off the he's not obviously Batman, but the audience knows, so it's okay for us mm-hmm. to kind of lean in a little mm-hmm. bit, like where he's trying not to tell Kitka that he he knows too much, and yeah. Yeah. he's like, I can't reveal that at this time, but yes, That's I have a radio because I'm a uh, I'm a billionaire, and you know us rich types uh, carry large elbow. amounts of money around us, have these weird uh, safety measures in place, right? Just in yeah. case, you know, they literally call it a contrivance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do you want to touch on, guys? Um, uh, there's always the fight scene on the submarine at the end. Fight scene on the submarine? Yes, that's fun. It's just uh, splashing a pole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love how Catwoman's just there to knock people off. <laughs> yeah, that's all she. That's how, how she fights. She, all she's the like time. she's <laughs> like a cat yeah, on a table. Nah. Yeah, she's, she's just there, <laughs> just to push things walking, off the table. Yeah, exactly. Weird, cat thing with her claws that doesn't actually do anything but she's just kind of in the background it's probably yeah. because we're talking about the 60s and it wasn't really okay to hit a woman uh i get and that. i think that's yeah. what they're going I don't for think it still isn't appropriate to hit a woman either well the argument can be made that as a villain and someone who could hit back you know yeah. hitting is a whole nother thing i'm talking well, about that's and, true and Catwoman was never much of a powerhouse she was always more of the sneaky sneaky and using her womanly wild well, especially in the older that's days why she yeah. throws her Pussycat down so Batman can catch it because then he knows he won't be able to fight as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're not talking about like the 80s and 90s where she garnishes whip claws and sharp exactly. things and starts trying to kill people yeah. uh, as necessary. Though she's generally a thief. Um, well, I mean, she has, not in this movie, but she does have her cat of nine tails whip. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I had something else and I was going to talk about. Hold on. What was it? Um, the, all, the, all the bat vehicles i mm-hmm. love the bat vehicles oh, yeah um i love the 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 little go-kart sidecar <laughs> even bat- though it's only used so he can drive to the other side of the helicopter exactly. right <laughs> but uh you know i the the bat copter is cool um uh, i do like the penguin submarine with the little yeah, flaps that, that was the, a really cool little, design. little flaps at the back uh fins um you know i think they do a fun job with creating that dc style batman and villains yeah. uh the whole th- all the, the toys. whole thing looks like a Batman a Batman comic book throughout For the whole sure. way. Mm-hmm. The way they set up camera angles, even having the camera be at an angle when mm-hmm. the villains are on to show they're not quite centered. They're yeah. crooked. They're crooked. That's true. Yeah, I think it, they do a good job with that. I, I actually like it. I wonder if part of it's because of the height differential too between some of the characters. Probably, when they tilt this, it, the penguins as tall as everybody straight across. Right, yeah. But this this was something created for the original show, and they just continued it on into the movie. Yeah, because they did it in the show all the time. Oh yeah, okay. for sure. Didn't know that. Um, I think that's really all I have. If anybody else has anything else before I, we jump into the, the star rating here, guys. I think that's going to be it. All right. Uh, I'm go giving f- it three and a half stars. All I right. mean, it's a goofy movie. I love it for what it is. It's a, it's a, I hate to call it a uh, 
a guilty pleasure because I don't think we should ever feel guilty for what we like, yeah. whether it's good or not. But it is very much just a fun movie I enjoy watching, and I don't care that other people think it's goofy. So that's just how it is. Three and a half. Three batterings. <laughs> Jacob, was it three batterings? Uh, Did they bop Catwoman on the head? No. Okay. <laughs> Oh, they said he was going to bop her with a batter. Right? Yeah, that is true. He did, but he never did. Because <laughs> he was interrupted. Yeah, oh. he's interrupted. Or he's multiple like, times. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. Yep. <laughs> I enjoyed the film. Uh, it's funny. It's campy. It's goofy. Like, you know, like the series was and how that era Batman was. And it's a funny film. Be like, it's, it's, it's nothing like some other films we've reviewed or mm-hmm. in future tense review. Um, yeah, because we don't know orders. No, we don't know orders. <laughs> What's the order of things? I don't know. We know some of it. We just don't know all of it. Yeah, yeah. don't know all of it yet. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> well, so you know a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. I don't keep up. It releases when it releases. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's a, currently a bonus episode at the exactly. moment. Okay. So whenever we find a place for it. I got you. Yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable film. It's not a masterpiece. It's just campy 60s goofiness. And I take it at that. And just... It made me laugh so hard I forgot to breathe. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, we had to pause the movie at one point to let it true. catch up. It's very true. I'm uh, I'm gonna give it four stars really because oh. I feel like this film is exactly what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks good. It's fun. There's not like literally as we said, it's hard to find problems with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you can't find problems, I feel like I gotta rate it a little higher. Um, I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed it. Sure, it's campy, but I don't mind camp. I like puns. Right. I like stuff like that. Um, I think that this film has done so much historically for Batman mm-hmm. that there's no way I can think of it in any negative spotlight. Um, this is what saved comic books. Yeah. Uh, this is what saved Batman. Uh, True. Uh, this was a highly successful um franchise and in fact it i mean they've been they've done two animated films and probably would do more had adam west not passed away well it felt we've we haven't gotten to the second one on right. cellcast yet but really it does feel like they were setting up stuff to move forward before yeah. adam west ended up passing. well they do have the comic series the 1966 right, batman that's comic been going series on for a while yeah for about 10 years probably mm-hmm. at this point at least eight i, I, I have not read it like i should have me but either but i've read some and one of it's the fun. one of the cool things about batman versus two faces it starts introducing characters that would not have been around at that time yeah but showing them off in a 60s fashion i'm excited to watch that one i have it i haven't watched it mm-hmm. yet but i really want to see william shatner's two face it's great i'm sure it is <laughs> it's william shatner he's fantastic um so my point being this is this is a, a historically significant film. Agreed. This is this is a good film. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did what they were trying to do. There's no there's no negatives really that we can throw at it that are significant at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an entertaining thing. We just sat and watched it, and people laughed, and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm gonna give it a four. I think I think it's better than a lot of threes. I think it's better than an average film. This is above average. Yeah. Um, is it is it production quality? No, but they knew that and they leaned yeah. in. Yeah. yeah uh, and I, I think. So, so the negatives are basically taken away because they're 
seen as intentional. Mm-hmm. This is all seen as what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. If they made the movie today, it would probably look the exact same because they were trying to make it look that way. Yeah. True. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it four stars. All okay, right. then. That concludes our review of Batman the Movie from 1966. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.